Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is brought to you by Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction and recovery. Join your hosts, the Podfather, Jersey Ed, Miss Meg, as they break the silence and speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friends in Recovery Podcast. I am the Podfather, Mike Miles. And I'm Jersey Ed. What's up, everybody? It's Miss Meg in the house. What's cracking? Miss Crackin'? Meg. Miss so Meg. <laughs> we missed you, Miss Meg. I miss you guys. I know. It's been a while. It ha- it's been a minute. What's Absolutely. going on? It's good to see you. Yeah. Well, well we got a special guest today, Shannon Flynn. Um, we're going to get to her. She's a director um out in hollywood and california wherever that other side of the the uh, the world um we're gonna get to shannon flynn um in a little bit but uh just gotta do our normal business chatter to see how everybody's doing i'm doing phenomenal i have to say though <laughs> i on my ride up here i'm like shit i forgot my crystals i don't have my crystals oh, in my pocket no. <laughs> no i'm telling you guys this is lit these crystals are lit i'm gonna tell everybody about them i have been telling everybody about them they have been grounding me tremendously well but today yep. is not one of those things oh you're not grounded um, today oh this is gonna be an no. insane Man. show my uh, youngest daughter has a lot of crystals and she has some sage and um, very nice very oh, yeah. nice sweet so you got your crystals over there I don't have them with <laughs> me, but I do have some next to my bed. Oh, do you? Really? I do. Do you wow. really? Yeah. And what do you do with them? That's what I'm saying. I just I put positive energy in them, and I keep them by my bed to keep me full of positive energy. Wow. What, what do you do with them? Uh, I don't even own them. <laughs> well, you should probably get some. <laughs> Stacy, I'm sure, has them laying around I'm a somewhere. pretty positive guy, wouldn't you say? Uh, Very. Yes. Yeah. Well, I handle th- things well. Let me think about it. Yeah. It's crystals. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're not talking about crystal like glasses right you're not talking about maybe no, no. a crystal no, like, chandelier like crystals that have gone through a process and are by my bed for a very specific reason wow yeah. a process wow. if correct. you will wow. process <laughs> wow is this secret code stuff process well, i mean energy is a is a real it's a real thing <laughs> and i mean i i believe in it so yeah. i i do too well then you should get some crystals, my friend. <laughs> where do we pick them up? Like, like the dollar store, or tell us, I have, tell I have our a friends place where you. we can get. You know, I okay. get a place for you. Yeah, right, there good, you go. Good, good. Secret well, handshake. I'll also, tell you. Oh, secret handshake. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not no, shaking hands. Uh, so corona, I'm good. Coronavirus. Secret fist <laughs> yeah, bumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah secret yeah, elbow, yeah. elbow bump. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he, I got a secret for everybody, and I you don't do? think it should be a secret anymore. Give it out. Uh, we have a voicemail hotline number now. We do. Absolutely. I'm gonna flash that on the screen. You are flashing. Now. Right, right. Uh, good, good. So what, what was that number? Do you know? I do. <laughs> what is it? Father? 617-379-1163. And I stole this idea from you, Meg. Oh, you did? Yeah, so you want to tell us how to use it? Absolutely. You are going to call the number. You're going to leave a voicemail, okay? If you say something cool, we're going to read it on the show. Nice. Okay. If That's you don't, it. we'll laugh at you. <laughs> we'll still use it on the show and make fun of you. <laughs> we'll call you and yeah, laugh at you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we won't make fun of our listeners. We promise. <laughs> Meg might, but I won't. Yeah, I, I, I probably will. I Because she doesn't have her fucking crystal say so she's <laughs> really going to rip it up. Very so. vulnerable today. <laughs> yes. The right? They don't know who I am. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Try well, that does, over sweet. Does anybody know how to get to? See, here's the problem. I got the number, but I have no idea how to get the fucking voicemail from it now. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
really oh. am not, but maybe you're going to show me I'll, after I'll it. I'll hook you up. Okay, I'll good. Tech support. <laughs> Tech support. <laughs> God. So that number is 617-379-1163. Leave a detailed message, and, and we'll be more than happy to whatever that is. Um, we'll what kind of questions do we want from them? Anything. Good question. Anything, right? Anything Literally anything. Anything, yeah. So somebody told me we should ask this question and leave a voicemail about it or an email. What do you like better, kale or spinach? Huh. Hmm. What's better for you, kale or spinach? I mean, I know the answer, but I'm not going to say do it. Too. I do, too. <laughs> the winner will get the answer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it's in a book I was reading. Yep. And it, the answer was at the end of the book. Of course. Well, mm-hmm. I know one, Lynn, one I've, word. I've been taking these super beats and that's all you got to do is go online and look up super beats. And yes, um, they're great. They are a lot of energy. Um, good for your heart. Good for your, your psyche. Yes. Good for your liver. Everything. Super and, and they give you energy, right? A lot of energy. Yep, yep. a lot of energy. Yep. And so, Meg, how are you doing with the green stuff? Oh, I'm loving it. But <laughs> the, here's my question, though. So for my morning routine, so yes. tell the story. You you gave me the, the it's super green? Um, super greens? Super, uh, super foods or um, good foods or something. Something yes. like that. Yeah, we don't want to give them the It's a green drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The audience can figure it out. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's this green drink that's loaded with vitamins. Yes, and yes, and every, B- vegetables. And vegetables. Yeah. But I've been doing it in the morning, but I can't figure out, like, do I do the coffee first? How's the acid in my stomach going to mix with the no, greens? No, do, do, the, do the drink first. Do give it about drink. an hour. All right. And then... I got to be honest with you. I can't leave the bathroom area. Okay. <laughs> it's tough to leave the bathroom area, but that's just the effect it has on me. But, okay. um, but yeah, so I let my system clear out. Then I suck down the coffee and some fruit and everything works well. Yeah. And you know, I, I know we're, we laugh a lot here, but it's about taking care of your body, about taking care of yourself, about being positive, positive energy, like mm-hmm. sweets and, and, uh, crystals, you know, and green drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crystals and green drinks. Why not? Sure. Right. You know, can't so. beat it. No. <laughs> can, can you, you put crystals Unless in you your take green super drink? Beats. You can. Wow, for you a super dose totally of healthy. Can. Put <laughs> crystals in your green. Don't put them in after the blender, though. Right? Be smart about this. Use your brain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, no, with this stuff, you don't need a blender. I oh, got, wow. I got a shaker yeah. okay. with a shaker ball in it, so you can use the crystals. So the crystals could be the shaker ball. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Get, wow. get it all up yeah. in there. Yeah. But here's the bitch. I smell pl- a patent. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. but NDAs, guys. NDAs. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Do you remember that movie? What was it? The Jerk, where he did the uh, the optograb from the glasses. Yeah. On the, it, it, he got sued later on yeah. in the movie. Oh. But what happens if the crystal breaks off and you swallow one? Oh. You, you get really of- well. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have a really good day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little tough. That's yeah. a little tough. That would but be. Yeah. But no, the gr- the green drinks, vitamins, um, meditation. I've been meditating a lot. You have? I have. I absolutely every day. What? Every day. My brother, been- are you meditating every day? Excuse me? Are you meditating? <laughs> he's meditating right I'm now. Just a nap. <laughs> I don't think he's even in, in this conversation. <laughs> he's meditating right now. Yeah, I'm meditating. Oh. <laughs> I think I think I seen him at my hot yoga class last night. Yeah. What, were you is that you in those uh, That was me in the back. Spandex pants? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. And was yes, I am it. I am doing yoga too. Wow. I took a great hot yoga class last night. Wow. Really? Yeah. And, and that's a tough thing to do. It's power yoga. I feel like Ed is currently the most well individual here. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Or he's the most messed up individual. I he could needs so be. much stuff. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of catching up. <laughs> yeah. I've been running. I ran uh, 
15 miles two weeks ago, 10 miles last week. I feel terrible about myself right now. Is that, <laughs> no, is you that go to normal? The gym. You go to the I've gym. I've done none of those things in the last two days. I have been binge watching uh, oh, yeah, Let's yeah. Call Saul um, <laughs> or Better Call Saul. I've been binge watching that for like three days now. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like a meth dealer at the moment. <laughs> you look like one. An unhealthy meth dealer. With that, that suit that you got on. Well, this is, this is, is actually meth suit? This is a track suit. Okay. Mm. This is Ooh. a track suit. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Old school. Yeah, old school. Old yeah, it's just windbreaker tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Pink. <laughs> Pink. That's nice. Can I tell the story about our bathroom meetup? You can. Okay, I could. Yeah. You, you yeah, sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, on the so show. So I'm in the bathroom taking a leak, right? And here in walks Sweet with his pink tracksuit on. Stands right next to me. 30 stalls. Stands right next to me. Mm-hmm. Drops his pants to the floor. Power move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, wow, dude. I'm like, your underwear matches your clothes. That's right. That was so cool. Yep. So you coordinate everything. Do you have a right stylist that, that does all this? All the way down. Or is it yep. you? Yeah. No, it's just me. I oh. make I make these clothes. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Shannon. Are you there? Did she leave? <laughs> she I know she's on hold. I know. <laughs> she's, just, she's just waiting for you to introduce her. As she is. She is. Yeah. She is. Well, we're going we're gonna to introduce her, and I'm going to try to read her bio here. If we have anything else bullshit you guys want to talk about? No. Or bring somebody real in? <laughs> What's that um, phone number again, in case our oh, listeners want to tell us oh, to yeah. stop talking yeah. like this? Right. Yes. 617-379-1163. Meg, you give it now. You can give it. Uh, oh, I'm going to give it right now. Go ahead. <laughs> 617-379-1163. Dial us. Leave a message. Ask a question. Do and, uh, it. And we'll give know, it back. We'll do, do it. it. Should we'll I give it now? You. Do it. 617-379-1163. Call us. Sweet. <laughs> Call me. you have anything to say? <laughs> I can't remember the number. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, try one more time. You got to shake, get... shake those crystals. Yeah, six one seven, three seven nine one one six. There it is. Drill right. this there into your head. This is something new. We're now playing let's all with, sit so. back and listen okay. to Ed read the bio. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. This is the real one. This is fun. <laughs> Well, nobody wanted to. You, Meg, no, completely said, I'm not reading I've, this. Ed, we believe in you. You do. Okay. You've been we doing do. a lot of personal growth work. I have. You're, you're doing well. I, I, I think this is going to be a new experience for you. I can't wait to hear you. I Go have, ahead. Can you edit all this out? And I'll <laughs> Absolutely <read it> directly. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my God. Well, uh, Shannon Flynn is our guest today, and she is my wife's um, cousin um, out in California, and uh, she's a director. And um, right from her website, and I'm going to probably butcher half of this up, but I'm going to read it to you um, from ShannonFlynn.net. Shannon Flynn is an energetic and thriving multi-platform film, television, and digital director. She worked, uh, she worked on both single and multi-camera shows for a, wide, for a wide variety of networks, including Apple TV, Netflix, HBO, HBO Max, Disney Channel, and Nickelodeon. Um, with more than 200 episodes, three movies, short and long form, and two multi-episode series, Shannon, Shannon's most uh, recent direct, most re- recently directed on Apple TV Plus, Help Helpsters, the hit Netflix show Malibu Rescue, and Team Kylie, Team Kylie, um, HBO. Uh, HBO, HBO Max, Sesame Street. This is really cool. Sesame Street, including. The episode from their historical 50th season. She also helmed an episode of the much anticipated inaugural season of the not too short, not not too late show with Elmo. Okay, <laughs> um, the Hulu Teen Nick, awesome awesomeness TV. What did we say this was? 
Beach Street, Betch Street, Betch Sketch, as well as <laughs> serving as a series director for Boss Cheer on YouTube channel Brat, amongst others. Other recent uh, credits include the movies Brat's Springs Breakaway and Brat's Holiday Spectacular. Shannon was was ment mentored by M <laughs> Emmy awarding w Emmy award winning director Lee Shalit Shamel. And after receiving her MFA in directing for the Yale School of Drama. Welcome to our show, Shannon. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and so I'm reading all this stuff about a director. Mm -hmm. What the hell does it have to do with recovery? I read nothing about recovery in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you're going to get to that. Huh? I don't know. Without recovery, <laughs> that none of that would have been possible. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, welcome to the show. And it's a... Uh, Thank I've been, you. I've been very excited to do this show because uh, we've known you for a long time. And, uh, well, this is the first time I got to really talk to you. Stacy hogs the phone every yeah. time she talks to you. So, <laughs> But uh, I, I want to I jog your memory with something real quick. This is uh, a uh, had to be, what, 10 years ago? Um, the story I'm going to talk about had to be, give or take. Um, um, I'm going to say it was 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Okay. So – we all have kids here. Does anybody remember Flat Stanley? No, no flat. No, nobody remembers Flat Stanley. Okay, Flat Stanley, um, you you get it from school. It's a it's a it's a cutout about two feet long of a guy, and it's usually kind of um, like it, it's it, it's not perforated. What do they call it? Like sealed or whatever. And you mail it mm -hmm. to a family member. You mail it to a friend and have them take pictures. Oh yeah. Of of this Flat Stanley. So. Huh. Stacy's yeah. like when Sam got to bring Flat Stanley home, Stacy sent it out to Shannon, and I think Flat Stanley was on Hannah Montana set. Um, you you name it. Where was Flat Stanley out there? Uh, do you remember? Um, we weren't on Flat Stanley. Or Flat Stanley did not get to go to Hannah Montana just because we were uh, on hiatus at that point. But uh, I was working on a movie with a bunch of Disney Channel kids, and um, and also Lindsay Lohan sister little sister so I remember that was happening um but yeah I was working on a movie back then an R.L. Stein movie called Mostly Ghostly and ah. um and so Flat Stanley got to take pictures with a bunch of stars the Cheetah Girls were there wow if you remember who those chicks are and oh, yeah. um yeah and it was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun cool and then cool, Flat cool. Stanley went to Monterey with us so. wow See, Flat yeah. Stanley's very famous. So. <laughs> so, 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 Flat Stanley, director, movies, um, Elmo, but what? <laughs> we I still don't understand the recovery piece. <laughs> well, maybe like you I can said, explain. I mean, without... Maybe you can tell your story. <laughs> All right. Um, I uh, got sober when I was fifteen, um, and that was a very short time ago I'm still a very very young woman um but uh I started doing theater when I was in college which is where I met my husband and that's where I started directing and I stayed sober through all of that um we started a theater company still stayed sober uh and then went to the drama school at Yale and um when I left there um, this is the part of my story that I'm not proud of, which is that um, 
when I went to the drama school, uh, I stopped going to meetings. And um, yeah, I had a little dry spell there. And, uh, but at the end, I came back to Southern California from Connecticut and decided to reconnect. And, um, and it's been that way ever since. So I feel really grateful that, um, that I had, that I depleted my insurance policy mm. during that period of time at drama school, um, but that I was able to make it back That's a um, and start going to meetings. To deplete. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't recommend it to anybody at all. It was miserable. And, yeah. um, but getting to come back and, and um, be a part of my home group again was probably one of the greatest nice. um, rediscoveries I got to make. Yeah, that's great. That's great. For sure. How how is it to stay sober? How how hard is it to stay sober, especially in your industry? Um, that must be really really tough because it's probably about the drinking, the drugs, the um, the entertainment, the going out, and and all that stuff. I'm I'm guessing. That, I mean, that's my idea of a Hollywood director and anybody in Hollywood. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's amazing to me is it never fails that at some point on a set there will be a birthday, like, by, and by which I mean, like, a actual, somebody, in California, we call the anniversary of your sobriety date a birthday, and um, so, so whenever we're celebrating somebody's belly button birthday, as we call it out here, we, um, I always end the birthday song with keep coming back, and, um, and inevitably, there is a person who locks eyes with me and realizes that they're uh, a friend of Bill's too. And so then, um, so I always find, I always find my unicorns, um, which always is a little God shot for me to like, to remember that everything I have is because I was willing to keep showing up and, uh, and keep doing my steps and keep working. So uh, because of that, I get to have this. And I always try and keep that in the forefront of my mind, which has not always been easy. I was fired from a job a few years ago. It was the most devastating thing that I could have gone through in my sobriety. And that includes the death of my father and, you know, other things. But, um, but I had a drink in my hand a few years ago and, um, and I, and I made a conscious decision to not drink. Mm, And that was being active and, sponsoring girls and um but I um the pain was just so great and um and I wasn't in a in a entertainment situation it wasn't like I was at a Hollywood party and I was like fuck it I'm gonna drink it was like a very quiet moment where I was actually handing a glass of wine to my sister-in-law and um and in that moment I was like I just really want this to go away this feeling inside and then I thought it was only my ego that saved me because I wasn't willing to get fucking drunk on a glass of barefoot wine that came out of a screw <laughs> top bottle Good job. <laughs> and I didn't want to have to show up at, if I was lucky enough to get to come back I didn't want to have to show up with my home group and say that I fucking got drunk on a glass of barefoot wine so <laughs> that was my it was only that and um and then I had a lot of work to do and um, get, and I realized that I, that I had lost connection with my higher power, and and then um, I had to come back and do a lot of deep work 
um, on my ego. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. And, Sorry. Yeah. Okay, no, no, it's good. It's good, it's good hearing. It's it's good hearing that you did come back. Um, been sober quite a while. I run a group. I was just telling the guys earlier. I run a group, uh, two groups, Monday and Tuesday nights, and I've been doing it for ten months. And um, I probably get more out of it than the newcomers. And and um, it it just reconnected me because I was going to like one meeting a month or something, and like like I was poo pooing my recovery. And I've been sober over thirty three years, but a dangerous place to be without being in meetings. And now that I've been doing yeah. this, doing this group for the last 10 months, um, just everything about my life is so much better, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's a result of the, uh, the teaching of AA, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank mm-hmm. God you had that ga- little gas left in the tank there to, to realize that it's not, you know, that you can pass that glass along, you right. know? A hundred percent. Well, and also, um, I mean, I've been sober for 34 years now and, um, and like what I'm really grateful for the old timers that stay. What are you flipping off? Not for you. No, no. Some, <laughs> some asshole. What, what do you call the people in the background? What are those people called? Peanut. Uh, crew. Crew. The crew. <laughs> just show me some food. I'm fucking starving. So that's for you. <laughs> um, but you were saying, you, Shannon, but I, you. you were saying about no, the old it's cool. Uh, the old timers are saved my ass when I first got sober and, um, and they, they never, there were some assholes when I first got sober because I was so young who said, um, what are you doing here? I spilled more than you drank and, <laughs> and like lots of stuff. You haven't done enough. You haven't done enough drink. Thank God. Nobody like rejected me at 15. Right. Especially at a young age. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And I, and I've seen a lot of women who have come into program who um, who look like fucking 30 miles of bad road, man. Yeah, yeah. And they're my age. And right. I'm like, that could have been me. Right. If, 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 if I had been rejected at that point, I, there's a lot more that could have happened to me. And I would have been lucky to like walk in the doors of AA and be able to get my shit together, you know, but I was really, I feel like, um, the old timers like saw, you know, enough in enough of a surrender in me to be able to scoop me up, right. take me to my meetings. I wasn't even old enough to drive to my own wow. meetings. And my <laughs> wow. parents were both in recovery. So like my dad would take me to the AA club that I used to go to meetings at. And I just felt really lucky that those old timers were around. And now I'm the old timer. Right. Yeah. And if I don't stick around, like, what the hell is that newcomer going to think? Like, you only get exactly. to stay sober for five years and then you get to bail? Mm, no. no. Um, and I've just seen too many people who have died um, when they stopped going to meetings. Like, yeah. and I just love my life too much to think that, that that's a possibility for me. Yeah. So I just, I'm too superstitious, I guess. Well, I'm a firm believer. <laughs> I'm a firm believer. If you don't give, if you don't give it back. You don't keep. No, you know? absolutely not. R- real back. quick, we're gonna take a break here, but I want to give that phone number out again. Sure, that six one seven number. Yeah, six one seven three seven nine. What's that number again? Six one seven three seven nine one one six three. And Shannon, I expect on this break you call me and leave a message. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that number again? Let me um, six write it down. Six one seven. Six. 617-379-379-1163. Meg, you have anything one, to say? 1163. <laughs> I do. 617-379-1163. <laughs> 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 Call us. We'll yeah. be back. It's, it's a new thing we're doing, but we'll be back, uh, we'll be back after the break. 
Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Welcome back to the Friends in Recovery Addiction Recovery Podcast. We want to thank our sponsor, Genesis House, for supporting this show, along with individuals in recovery and the people that love them. Friends in Recovery Community of Support holds events across the country sponsored by Genesis House in Palm Springs, Florida, Marlton, New Jersey, Newtown, Connecticut, and Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. The Friends in Recovery Addiction Recovery Podcast is powered by your likes, follows, subscribes, and shares. And please be sure to do us a favor and leave us a five-star review. And now here are your Friends in Recovery. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast for people in recovery. Yay. I am the podfather. I'm Jersey Ed. And I am Miss Meg. Got that right. And we, we have a guest. It. We have got a guest it. today. We do. Shannon, Shannon Flynn, a director. Sweet. She has something in common with you. You're a producer. She's a director. Do you guys know stuff? Like, you know, you know? Secret language. We're in recovery together. Like, come on. I mean, you, you must know each other. I, I mean, we, we probably know a few of the same things, but I'm going to go ahead and guess that she knows more than me. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to guess no. Oh, well, well. You, you must know some famous people together, We probably together, speak right? the same language. You, that you, you I'll must say. know yeah. Do you know Harvey, people. Harvey Weinstein? I, I don't. I, we've never met. <laughs> Have you been on this Thank couch? God. No. Yeah, no? Exactly. No? No, good, good. I've never had the good. pleasure of knowing Harvey Weinstein in any way. Exactly. Bodily exactly. or spiritually. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, uh, let me do our podcast pick of the week here real quick. Um, Jersey Ed's podcast pick of the week. Real quick? I can do it slow. All right, we'll take it down. Hey, Give it a second. What do you want me to do? Give it the credit that it deserves. Oh, Jesus, yeah. God, okay. That's yeah, a podcast okay. pick of the week. Jersey Ed's well, hold pod- on. Let me, let me give a drum roll. Drum roll. Jersey Ed's podcast pick of the week. <laughs> it's called On Purpose. Jay Shetty is the host. This is a really good, um, uh, it's not a recovery podcast, but it's, it's, it's a real spiritual, um, really good uh, conversation. He had that guy on. He just had the guy on from... Um, the Indian guy um, from what's the name of that? Um, the uh, with the with the four guys, the three, the two guys, or three guys. Long Ranger, no <laughs> Long Ranger. No. A little bit older. Um, it just went off the air. Was the the girl the, Seinfeld? Yes, yeah, Seinfeld. A little bit older. Um, Show me to chime in. It. Yeah, yeah, chime in. Come on, keep going. Hey, just, just keep it moving. Ask him to be lively. Anyways. I think you should be careful what you pray for. That's it. Exactly. That's this will all this will all be edited out. Anyways, Jay Shetty on purpose. Um, it's it's conversations with uh, with the most insightful people in the world. Oh, Lots wow. of interviews. Um, good episode. Uh, uh, just the episode I'm trying to think about was um, I can't remember. Deepak Chopra. Yeah, that's it. Sure. No, that's not it. <laughs> No, he was on um, the third, not the third rock. It was like the third rock show. Uh, just It just went off the, the air. The 30 rock show? No, 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 third rock. Um, 
I just watched it it's last night. It's uncomfortable trying to be in it's your head Sheldon right now. It's with Sheldon. I'm uncomfortable. Uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Oh, no, Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. See, thank you. See, all of us in recovery, figure it the fuck out, okay? Oh, That's man, what that teamwork is. village. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so he in- interviewed that Indian guy on. That guy has a fascinating story, man, on this Jay Shetty show. Um, he, he's, I think he's in recovery, but it was a really, really good um, uh, show. It's called Jay Shetty on Purpose. So listen to that. Nice. And that's Jersey Ed's podcast pick of the week. Love it. Bam. Woo. Bam. Ooh, Meg, do you have a phone baby. number and a question? Woo. Oh, I have a phone number already. <laughs> Call us, you guys. 617-379-1163. Did I get it? Meg Got had it. no idea what she was walking into today <laughs> when she walked in. Well, hey, I came prepared, all right? You did. You always do, man. I have no center of gravity today, so I'm with Ooh. it. She's See, I need crystals because yeah, I fucked do. everything up. You are unhinged. Wait, I'm just going to leave the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Back so, to let's, you guys. Let's bring Shannon back in. Yes. Shannon. Shannon, I have a question for you. Yes. I, I, I work with adolescents, and I, I think as a clinician in the field, sometimes I think it gets a little frustrating feeling like there's really nothing I can do or say to connect with someone who is in a place where they need some help, and let's just talk about recovery in general for an adolescent. What yeah. do you think, what were the conditions that were present for you at that time to actually be open to exploring this and then accepting that at that age? Great question. Yeah. That is fascinating. It is me. a really great question. And I don't think it's, I don't think that even in this length of time, it's changed all that much. Although I will say social media probably would have, I don't know what role social media would have played in my recovery back then. Um, but that being said, um, there were other young people who were getting sober at the same time too. But I think like really just giving what made it possible for me to stay, what was in my, what was really attractive to me about the program was that um, was a sense of acceptance Mm. and um, a sense of being heard. I think more than anything else, like, and I have a, a 13 year old now. And I think that, um, the most point, it's really interesting raising kids in recovery as I am in recovery, not them in recovery, but like the, the most important thing she ever said to me was mom, don't solve it for me. I just need to mm. talk about oh, it. Wow. Mm, powerful. That must be a and I think, trait because uh, Stacy says <laughs> it all the time too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, um, that adolescence in recovery, I think it's, um, like knowing that they that that knowing that they have a choice and that they can be heard more than anything else like i find as i work with young women in recovery um and it's funny i was just at a retreat this weekend and there was a 16 year old who's coming up on six months and i and she wants to leave Mm. like she feels like this program has nothing to offer her and i was like just stay but also like don't we can't shine on the fact that like you're going to miss shit and you're going to miss like there's stuff that our head is going to tell us like I'm going to miss my 21st birthday blowout, you know, or I'm going to miss sipping champagne on my wedding day, or I'm going to miss like all the stuff that they think that they're going to miss is very real. Right. How did you deal with that? Uh, that the 21st birthday, the marriage, the this yeah. and that, how, how did you, obviously you were almost six years into it, but you probably had a good program, but you know, that's stuff you look forward to. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, mm-hmm. I think what it was, was I just realized that um, as long as I, and this goes back to going, still going to meetings, which is like um, 
like I watched hot messes walk through that fucking door every week. And I was like, my 20, I, I finally recognized the fact that I was an alcoholic. I conceded to my innermost self that I was an alcoholic. But what I recognized was that whatever I thought my 21st birthday was going to look like was not going to fucking look like that. Right. Because my yeah. drinking led me to very scary places and um, it wasn't going to be any different because it was like, a, I thought I would be celebrating my 21st birthday. It wasn't going to be any different than any other fucking day that I was drinking and using zero. Right. And once I recognized that, like, but you can't know that until you know that until you've like done your inventory and made your amends and worked your steps. Like there's no way you're going to understand until you look back. Like every fucking day is going to be like that. It's going to be no different. And that's, I think what it was. Just, it was never going to be the way I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was always going to end the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you know, this, oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> as you know, statistically um, you're one of very few that, finds a program at that young age, gets yep. indoctrinated into that program and partakes in the program and lives it. And, mm-hmm. and to me, that's just totally amazing. I have a friend who's just got sober at 19. He's, he's like almost 60 now. And it's just amazing to me because when he talks on the podium about his sobriety back then, 19, you know, he grew up in a very rough neighborhood with rough, you know, uh, brothers and sisters and just a tough family environment. But he actually went to jail. That's how he got sober. He got sober in jail mm-hmm. and he just kept it going. Mm-hmm. People coming in, doing commitments, people from AA coming in, doing commitments, you know. And yeah. I, I see a lot. For 20 years, I've been a therapist and I help a lot of people. I used to help a lot of young adults with opiate addiction. Um, I still do. But I'm kind of going in a different direction now with with a lot of drunk driving and, and, and things like that. But I found that success rate was was horrible. I mean, if I had a if I had to live off the success rate, I I I would have been living you know in a in a, in a poor house because mm-hmm. I just didn't have a lot of success. And I I really kind of took it personal. I thought it was me. I thought maybe I'm not doing things right. Maybe I'm not explaining. Someone mentioned Dr. Kelly earlier. John Kelly. He's a he's a uh, uh, specialist in recovery and just really a great, great uh, speaker and writer and everything. But he has some great suggestions and uh, he's written some great articles on young, young adults in sobriety. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we have to close here in a couple minutes, but um, so yep. tell us, you know, you, you're a director, you're around Hollywood, you're doing all this good stuff. Um, you know, we could talk about the doom and gloom all day long. Everybody experiences it, but tell us a little bit about, you know, the recovery, what it brought you, how you, you know, maybe a quick version of how you got to where you're at. And, and, you know, not everybody's a director, you know, you know, it's it's amazing that you were able to pull us together at 15 and then get into this. And like you said, at the beginning of the show, if it wasn't for my recovery, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And I I love hearing that. I mean, it's just such a testimony to, to AA recovery, whatever, whatever your recovery it is, whatever your recovery it is, um, you know, it's it's amazing. So if you can share a little bit about that. Um, I think that um, one of the most important things I did to get where I'm at is like that um, I had to trust in a higher power or something bigger than myself. And it's not like I started um, thinking I'm going to be a Hollywood director because that wasn't in fact the case. It felt like in the moments of my recovery when I needed them most, I got this kind of, uh, it was, it was you know, my higher power drove that forward because it was like, I thought if I had to 
and, and being willing to change and change directions. So no pun intended, but it was like, I started as a theater director. That was what I was going to do. And then after three years of grad school, I was like, oh, maybe sitcoms is what I want to get into. And then at every moment, anytime I had a moment of inspiration that struck like that, I was just willing to trust that it was there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I just left the rest up to God. Like I just kept my head down and got out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Every time I get in my way, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I lose every yeah. single fucking time. Exactly. Every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when I get out of my away and i clean house and trust god everything Shit like happens. falls into place yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing yeah it and is. i've been reading um i've been reading a new pair of glasses recently mm-hmm. um chuck chuck c's book and um and and everything is all just comes back to god everything's a 12-step call mm-hmm. whether it's in business or in recovery mm-hmm. or at home it's like if i'm not doing if I every I have to look at everything through the twelfth step because mm-hmm. that's that's, true. that's the joy of my existence comes out mm-hmm. of the twelfth step. So I, I just as long as I stay humble and stay in service, showing up on set, what can I do today that's going to make this better? That's like the, to let, just let God work through me, or what can I do today in my family that's going to make sure that I'm being of service to my family or to my husband or whatever it is that I need to do. If I'm working that way, like I win. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. We say the serenity prayer mostly, you know, at every meeting and, you know, do we really listen to it? Because the very end, thine will not mine be done. Mm-hmm. You know, you're so right. My will sucks. I yeah. take my will back. It's yeah. always, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> I'm going to get that motherfucker. Yeah. He did this to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and walking around with a head like that with, with 33 years of sobriety is not a good thing to do. Yep. <laughs> no, no. no, but it doesn't go away. It no, doesn't go, it doesn't away. go 33 that's years, the point. It doesn't go away. 33 seconds, your yeah. head will always right. be out to kill you. That's right. My best thinking yeah. got me here, so yeah, exactly. i got to remember that. Yep. Well, Sh- Shannon Flynn, thank you very much. Um, this was amazing. It's amazing that you're, you're sober in Hollywood and around the people you're around, and it's, it's a big inspiration. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for, for anybody, thank so, you. if you can do it, folks, anybody out there can do it. You know, I mean, the, the Believe stuff me. around the scene, so... Um, Shannon, thank you very much for uh, for thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was great. Great Great guest. Everybody, Friends of Recovery whoa, podcast. Oh, 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 oh slow down. To say we got, I got a little bit here to go. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Of course I do. But first of all, I want to, um, Podfather's cutting me off. Uh, two days ago, I celebrated 26 years. Oh, whoa. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. 26 years. What is you? Oh, you might want to turn the microphone. See, sweet. <laughs> you, you want to ask Shannon for some advice? <laughs> Aren't you celebrating something this weekend, too? Uh, my birthday. Your other my birthday. birthday. Oh, my, my belly button my birthday. Button birthday. Yeah. And my real birthday was a couple days ago. So right. on March 10th, I celebrated um, 26 years. Yeah, and you'll be 27 this weekend. And I'll be 27. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I will be. I will be. <laughs> but I, I always, you know, so so March 10th was my the day I went to the hospital. Obviously, March 14th is my birthday, but... Um, when I went to the to hospital, I went, it was a hospital I went into for recovery. Um, the first thing on probably March 11th, when I sat down with my therapist, the first thing I asked my therapist is, what the fuck am I going to do for New Year's now? He goes, what? He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, it's, it's, it's March. You know, it's, uh, you know, I remember, mm-hmm. I remember that conversation distinctly that, um, 
that uh, you know that that I was worried about, like what's going to be the next thing, and and how do you do it? And, and it amazed me that Shannon was able to pull this together at such a young age. Oh my gosh, I know. Right? I mean, it was just amazing. That's that, incredible to yeah, me. Fifteen years old. How do you do that? Fifteen years. I I didn't even. I, I couldn't even figure out how to brush my teeth at 15. No kidding. You know? God. No kidding. That's why I had to ask her what conditions were present in order to get her there because right. I just think it's so – and it's hard as, like, a provider in the field. Like, you want to maintain hope that this is viable and this can work, and then it's like, okay, well, is all I'm going to do is sort of drop nuggets here and they're going to pick it up when they're ready. But mm-hmm. I don't I, – I think that's so important to capitalize on because so many young kids are struggling out there and they need to maintain the hope that, like, they don't have to be where we were, where mm. we were years right. in it mm-hmm. before they woke up. And I remember people saying that to me when I first started. Sure. Yeah. You don't need to do what we did in mm. order to get yourself to the place that you need no. to be. No, you don't. And, and if there's anybody out there, family members or whatever, struggling with a young kid, there is help out there for them. There's rehab for <laughs> yeah. them. There's meetings. We love when the younger guys come in and the young girls come in because we can see ourselves in them and where we were maybe when, when they were at that age or in, into a therapy session or whatever the case may be because they, they have – they they can be molded into yeah. a, a very successful person like Shannon and you sweets because you guys are on the same uh, level there you know your producer she's a director I mean you know what about your opinion on all this my opinion on all this <laughs> <laughs> as you as he's in the middle of texting as I, as I pull my face out of my phone <laughs> addiction uh, all this could you elaborate uh, could you use that in a sentence you <laughs> can you Re- spell that word you rephrase the question um, basically you were not young like Shannon and uh, well I, you know that's probably that's probably the biggest problem you know Meg as you pointed mm-hmm. out is that you know when you're when you're young and you know you're you're coming you're, you're coming to the halls yep. and you know you're you're talking about your experience I mean it was significant to you like so at 15, 16 years old, one year of addiction is huge. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like one year at 15 or 16 years old or 17 years old is a long, long time. One year at 40 is like a a week. You know, like I don't even know what happened in 2019. (laughs) You know, so like uh, although January of 2020 took 17 weeks. (laughs) 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 But, you know, like time is relevant, you know. And so to that person, Mm -hmm. it's like. Okay, well, this was this was relevant to you. This was this was really significant to you, and you know, so it's. I, I think it's about you know for those old timers or for those people that are in the halls to recognize that you know just because someone's coming through the door, that that little bit of time that they had is significant to them. Yes. It's 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 all it, it means something. It, but for me, yeah, I was I was older. I would say that it took me a lot more. I had to pack a lot more in uh, before I was ready to say, oh, I guess I suck at this. Mm-hmm. How uh, old were you when you got sober? 30 30 okay yeah. so the 28 to 30 is about the right time either going to die or you're going to get recovery i think yeah. well i, I think mean, that's that, when that it, it either becomes like a life it either becomes a permanent lifestyle for you or do you or you decide you want change <laughs> yeah. right i mean that's addiction is a lifestyle not just an, an, right. an illness yeah. right so yeah. it's i've either accepted this as my permanent way of life mm-hmm. and at 30 years old it's like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna be a drug addict yeah. i'm just gonna i'm yeah. just gonna stick with this because i'm yeah. good at this or yep. it's yeah. working or yeah. i don't know how to get out of it so i'm just gonna stay here yep yeah. and you know you either become an older hopeless addict or alcoholic waiting for recovery work. yeah uh or you change yeah mm-hmm. yeah no Podfather, you're right it is too much work mm-hmm. it, 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 and it is a lot of work guys recovery is a lot of work how old were you Podfather, when you got so 32 okay so there's that yeah, age nice. range that we were talking about megan you were what 27 20 okay so this is r&d right here this is r&d we're it, coming up with numbers it yeah, is man. yeah statistics yeah <laughs> so from 27 hold on hold on Pe- peanut gallery <laughs> 
Chris. 32. Ooh, there Jesus. you go. He's right in the Jesus. window. right there, man. My That's man. it. 32. What, so what did we just come up with? We got, what, 20 27 to 32? 32. Yeah. Right? Word. And none of us died. That's <laughs> true. Did any of us die? 27. Oh, no, no, I didn't die. That's a sweet <laughs> spot. Close. So if you're 27 to 32 and you're listening to this, you got this. You yeah. got it. You do. We you did got have it. to stop now. Yeah. That's right. Don't go to 33. I yeah. went from ICU to uh, recovery. Yeah. So. Wow. But also, but don't wait till you're 27. No. no. You don't have to if you're no. younger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't exactly. wait till you're 27. Yeah. No, but but that that's the age where you're, you're, like you said, you're growing up and you're trying to figure out life and what do I do? Do I go left or do I go mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And some of us go left, Chris, and some of us go right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It, it's it's just amazing how these young kids just get, get in, in recovery and... Uh, um, you know, so I think, I think the key on that one too is like I'm trying to put myself back into that age range of like if I thought it was a cool thing to do and there were people around me that were committed to it that were my age that I saw as like cool people mm-hmm. and I connected to people and it fulfilled that sort of social component that peer connection mm-hmm. that would have really been compelling to me mm-hmm. so I think if we can sort of think about that when we're helping structure things for young people mm-hmm. that need to you know consider this idea of recovery whether you're a parent a coach whatever I think that's important to remember. We yeah. have to make this cool. We have to make mm-hmm. this attractive. When I mentor young kids, I bring the fun. I bring the personality because mm-hmm. it's like, guess what? Recovery right. is not at all boring. In fact, I have way more fun now than I ever did. Yeah. No, but so. the, the rat race of life is to a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. If they're, if but there's they're, no rat race to life for a kid. Well, no, right? it, but, but, but what they're <clears throat> seeing, right? So what do kids see? They see their parents. They see adults. Oh, they yeah, see yeah, them I coming see home. Saying, Fucking yeah. work sucks. Yep. I can't believe it's another day. Jesus Christ, I need to just go have a drink. Like kids see that life is boring and it sucks and that your relief right. comes in substances and, yeah. and adults teach them that that's, that's right. true you know what I mean yeah. so what is a kid looking forward to oh life is going to be miserable <sighs> yep and yeah. so what's more appealing yeah to go off and fuck around like everybody else does. yeah you yeah. know like no, we gotta right. so it's not it's not even just that we have to make recovery cool we gotta find a way to make life seem cool it, like yes. it's worth yeah. living life and yeah. doing normal things that's and right, being yeah. okay and being yeah. sober like yeah. that's the magic yeah. right yep. well, you know I think I think the main thing here is what we're talking about is being around um, like-minded people mm-hmm. yeah. and because we can we can say life is fun mm-hmm. and we can say recovery is fun mm-hmm. um do we wor- all work yeah yeah, yeah what else do you have to do you have to prove it mm-hmm. but listen to this show and listen how much fun we have number one listen all we all love our jobs here every mm-hmm. single one of us love mm-hmm. our jobs i don't think one person in this room we could raise their hand and say my job sucks mm-hmm. every one of us love our jobs we kick them out do yeah we kick them out we kick three of them out before get the fuck so. out. You're out. <laughs> i noticed chris isn't up here so maybe he doesn't like <laughs> yeah. his job yeah. <laughs> but anyway so um podfather a uh, real quick question for you um, I guess you didn't get the memo to wear the green today. No. Yeah. What the hell <laughs> is know, up? Today. What's up with that? You're fucking up the color scheme. I know. I'm. I'm looking like, wow, we look good. And then oh, there's the bright blue guy over there. <laughs> I actually, I like the blue. I, I, I think the blue should. You guys should have all wore blue. <laughs> we should have. Blues yeah. is yeah, because you were a police officer. Brings out his eyes. Sure. After um after St. Patrick's Day, a week later is um, Greek Independence Day, and they wear blue. So. Good. Oh wow. I'm, I'm just trying to my. Greek brethren out Get, there, getting, ahead of, right. getting yes. ahead of it. Practicing. Getting ahead of it. Exactly. Tikanis kalakar stole baklava lamb on a stick. Well, on that note, Podfather, you want to take us? That was a yeah, great show. Thank you. Well, let's, let's thank Taylor and Genesis House real quick for doing this. Absolutely. I, know, I know we have a commercial, Always. but Taylor, thank you very much. Yep. For keeping us going without Genesis House and 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 uh, you know the wonderful work they do down here, we wouldn't be able to get this message out. Mm-hmm. So right. thank you guys. Down and what's down the best there. way for our, our listeners oh. to, to support the podcast? Mm-hmm. Well, well, hold on. Oh. There's there's other things oh. too. 
but we want them to go on Facebook, right? Yep. We want yep. to join our Facebook page yep. or like the Facebook page, yep. share our post because every week uh, those get posted. Yep. Uh, you have some amazing staff in the background we making do. sure the stuff gets done. Melissa, yep. thank you. Yeah. And so Skyler, we want thank Skyler, you. Yep. Love and so we want the Skyler. post to get shared, right? Yep. So yep. that's one thing. And then uh, we're on YouTube. Yes. So these are videos. So yes. if you're listening, you can also just go on to your, your Google yep. and you can type in the YouTube. And then in the YouTube, <laughs> the YouTube. you can put in okay, Friends man. in Recovery Podcast, <laughs> and it, it will most likely be the only one that comes up. And Probably. then when, when they do that, we want them to subscribe yep. and then turn on notifications. Mm. Because yes. if, they're, if they forget, yes. right, a little thing will pop up. Yes, and I'm, I, the reason I'm pointing that out is because I'm addicted to eliminating red dots on my phone. <laughs> yes. Yes, so me what, too. Yes. I, it's like a game. Yes. You know what I mean? Can I get rid of them all before <laughs> yes. I have to do the next thing? Yes. So, so if you hit the notifications, it will come up on your phone and you can play the red dot game along with us. Right? <laughs> so we all play the red dot game. Oh, you play I the red dot game. Right. Right. Chase like the red it. dots on your phone yeah, and get like rid it. of them. And, that, and then you'll get to watch. So yes. subscribe on YouTube. Yes, absolutely. And then if they can't do any of that stuff or if they're just listening accidentally <laughs> and they want to ask a question or participate in the show, they can do that right they now can. how Absolutely. do they do that well meg do you know they how they do, do that? they they can call us <laughs> and the number is 617-379-1163 oh, that's wow. such a nice number that isn't is a nice it it number. just rolls it right it's off smooth right it is it is what's it what's the significance behind that number there podfather hmm. um i don't know but um 617-379-1163 no. no. well the significance to me is um i like the last three numbers yes that was pretty cool. I that just picked it out cool. of out of the. Uh, so tell my, our audience what what the significance is. One six three is my was my badge number for thirty five years. So oh, that's wow. crazy. So it's one one six three. That's the last that's four. One, one, and then three seven nine is and the middle three. And then six one seven is the yeah. first three. Yes. Right. Do it backwards. And if you hit those <laughs> if you hit those numbers in any sequence, you might even get money out of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> A dollar or two. <laughs> good luck. Good it. luck figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> God. Anyways. But uh, it's been a good show. Thank yep. you, guys. I really oh, appreciate it. Miss Meg, it's always great to see always you. Love being here with you guys. Yep, yep. And uh, Podfather, always good to see you. Always. Yep. So, uh, Friends and Recovery Podcast. Stay sober, everybody. Thank you. That concludes this episode of Friends and Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Thanks to Genesis House for supporting those on the path to recovery and for keeping this valuable resource free for our Friends and Recovery community. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates. If you're interested in becoming a guest on the show, email us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. If you can't get enough of Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, you can catch them on Answering the Call, the First Responder Podcast, available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube.